Nice on ice. That song never gets old, man. Um, Free room. He's wearing my old shoes. Um, welcome to It's All Nice on Ice. Radio Free Brooklyn here live Sunday nights at 10. Bushwick, Brooklyn, New York City, baby. New York, New the York. It's the glam, the fashion. We'll talk more about New York City in a little bit. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Um... This is a show we talk about music a lot. We're going to play a lot of music. We got a lot of music news this week. New music, re- concert reviews. Oh, the ice box. Oh, Melt, the ice pick. Yeah, new segment. All the segments. Yeah, it's this is a big episode, man. We got a lot on tab for today. I am Jake Demohusky, and I'm Chris Calabrese. How the hell are you? I'm good. How are you? Good, man. What'd you do today? This weekend. Well, I uh, I took my first yoga class yesterday. First at, ever? Ever. Wow, where'd you go? Uh, I forget the name of it, but it's right by here. Um, Yeah, I know that one. It's right in, right near the, the train station? Yeah. Yeah. Right near the Morganelle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I liked it. It was good. I I thought it was the beginner class. Oh, no. And because um, it was called like Easy Flow. Actually, I think that's what it was called. And it said it was great for beginners. So I was like, this is it. It's the beginner class. So I went and with with my roommate Quinn. Uh, Quinn went, huh? <clears throat> yeah. And what also, made you, what made you guys get up and do yoga? I have had back issues for a pretty long time. I have a herniated disc back there. We're not really sure what's going on because you walked out of the MRI machine. Yes, we don't know exactly what's going on because I was too scared to get an MRI. So <laughs> in order to remedy some of these issues, I am making an effort to you know try to try to take some preventative maintenance steps here good job so i went to yoga and the lady was like oh is this your first time here and i was like it's my first time ever and she was like oh okay that'll be fun (laughs) and she was like kind of like hmm okay so then we're going and like she corrected me like right in the beginning like once or twice quickly but then she just kind of stopped correcting me Mm -hmm. and then at the end she's like yeah so you guys should come to our beginner class on Sundays, and we we were like, oh, okay. Thought this was the beginning of class, so bummer. Not really that good, but not really that good f- for her. But it was great. I had a great okay, time. Cool. Yeah. Um. It smells good in those places, right? Yeah. Smell really good. Yeah. She was playing some interesting tunes. I did one that was like a in Boston. It was like an alternative music one. So they were playing instead of like whatever music they play it was like Band of Horses and like kind of like rock that was softer like okay um if i lay here <laughs> what is snow that patrol <laughs> snow patrol like wow. that kind of music yeah, like, yeah, like yeah. guitar stuff it was cool it Very was really nice. fun we're doing that one what about you what'd you do you had a big you had a big week uh in the in the concert department uh, i did i did I let's did. start with monday's show uh i saw Buckethead on monday as we talked about briefly last week a surprisingly good show I was really happy with it. I went with my buddy Tim, and this was our first time hanging out. Oh, really? Yeah. Never hung out. We work together. Uh, it doesn't work for the same company, but he, he works for like an ad vendor that we use. And I was emailing about something work-related with a bunch of other people CC'd on the email. 
And then he shoots back an email just to me. There we go. Nottingham Lace. And then he shoots back an email. He's like, hey, man, going to see Buckethead Monday if you want to come. You in? I said, hell yeah. <laughs> um, it was cool. The hang was good. Good dude. We grabbed sushi before. Yeah. Uh, Buckethead was cool. Very weird. Do you think you guys are going to be boys forever now? We might be boys forever. Awesome. He followed me on Instagram. No way. Yeah. Dude, this is great. Yeah. Um, yeah. Buckethead came out weird as hell. A little bit out of shape. I'm assuming he's getting old. Is he a little chubby? He looked a little... He looked He looked like a rhombus. Ooh. No, a trapezoid. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, not a rhombus. Damn. Sorry. He looked like a trapezoid. Um, I didn't realize that he acts like a robot sometimes, too. Like, sometimes he would play just with his left hand on the neck, and then his right hand would be free, and he'd be doing, like, robot moves. Like the like, robot? <laughs> I, I know you can't see this, but Chris is watching me do it. Um, yeah, it was cool. He played a bunch of songs. I didn't know any of them because he has about, he releases about like 10 or 11 albums a year. <laughs> so he kind of just has endless stuff. No band, just him. That's ridiculous. Was there yeah. backing tracks? There's backing tracks. That was kind of just like drums and bass. He's got to just be trying to save money. Yeah. Oh, it was such a cheap show probably. <laughs> uh, and then at one point he puts down the guitar and then he starts doing the road. And then there's no vo- like noises in the background. That's just like, and he's like just doing the robot, like moving his arms. Like to the <laughs> noises, and then real crazy dubstep starts playing, and he starts doing a nunchuck routine. Oh, this is the most insane concert review I've it ever was, heard. Yeah, doing this insane nunchuck routine that I couldn't could not believe. And then still hasn't played the guitar now about four minutes, and he's just been doing the robot and the nunchuck. And then he takes out, goes to the back of stage and takes out like a bag, and then he starts pulling stuff out of the bag and giving it to the audience. First, I thought it was records, because I was kind of in the back. And I was like, oh, that's that's kind of cool. He's like, hey, not records. I would like take a record. And then I thought he was, and then I was like, oh, that's not a record. So I thought he was handing out buckets for people to wear in their heads. But no, that wasn't it either. Both was, good ideas. Yeah. He was handing out toys, like dollar stores. So like he gave someone like a pack of crayons. Someone else got like a bouncy ball. And he was giving it to people. And then people in the audience would give him toys. And he would look at them and then bring them to the back of the stage and put them on the table and then go back with the thing. And he did that until the bag was empty. So this is some sort of tradition? I guess. Like people knew to bring toys for him? Yeah. It was really weird. It lasted like five minutes and then he grabbed a chicken mask and put it on his hand like a puppet and made it mouth. Uh, like well, along with the backing track, it said like, I'm taking a 20 minute break. I'll be back for set two. And then I was with Tim and he felt sick. So he left. And then I left after because I was standing alone at a Buckethead concert and he wasn't even playing music. So I was like, I should probably just go too. <laughs> So I only stayed for the first set. <laughs> wow. Dude, that sounds great. That's going to get a really yeah. good night. Yeah, no, it was really fun. And then I just went home and, and went to sleep. And it was fun, though. It was at BB King's Blues Lounge. How's that place? Good. Shutting down. <laughs> oh, okay. I think it's like... They, not that good. Yeah. I think they like announced it the day after the Buckethead show. Hopefully not related. Yeah. Um, But yeah. And then I saw Jeff Rosenstock on Friday. Oh, night, okay. Which was awesome. Tell man. me about that. It was so good. He played at Warsaw. Full. He sold out two nights in a row. Uh-huh. Thousand people each. Biggest audience they've ever played for. They were going nuts, man. He was having so much fun. Biggest audience ever? That's what he said. Wow. That place is like largely, or it's like kind of deceptively large. Yeah, because my buddy I was with asked me, he's like, how many people do you think are here? And I was like, oh, maybe like six or seven hundred. And he looked it up and it was a thousand. Damn. Yeah, so two nights of a thousand. 
Um, and he played all the hits. He played. He, he went on nine forty five. Played until eleven fifteen, maybe. All right. Yeah. Good set. All the hits. How many people does he have in his band? Five. Cool. There was a bass player, him, a guitar player, and then a guy playing keyboard and acoustic guitar and a drummer. And him and the bass player also had keyboards. And there was a saxophone, too. Whoa. That was really funny because at the end, there's one song that like it's like, oh, oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah something like that at the end. And so like the whole audience is chanting that. And then Rosenstock picks up the saxophone and he starts playing like those notes along with it. But somewhere along the way, something went wrong, and he came, he messed up. So he was like off. He'd be like oh, and then he would start the first note on like the oh, like the second one. So he was just off timing, and that really knocked him off his game. And then he was not hitting the right notes. And then the band was like playing lightly behind him because it was like kind of they wanted the the room to fill with the audience. Yeah. So they were playing like real lightly, and then as he's messing up, and the audience kind of like stopping too, because they're like everyone were all kind of confused, and the band's like stops playing a little bit. He just turns around to him with the saxophone. He's like, guys, what are you doing? This is our dream. Don't just leave me up here. And then he's like, come on. He's like, we've worked so hard for this. And then they like, and everyone starts laughing. And then like, they start picking it up again. And it all comes back <laughs> together. It's really funny. That's so weird. Yeah. It was really, really good. Which, uh, which, here's, I mean, you don't have to answer this if you don't want to. Okay. Which concert was better? Just think about it. You don't have to tell me now. You Just judging by costumes, Buckethead. Presentation, Buckethead. 100%. Yeah. Oh, another thing about Rosenstock. Great volume. What do you mean? The Buckethead, my ears were ringing all night afterwards. Rosenstock, like, not too loud. Okay. <laughs> I know that's kind of a stupid is, thing yeah. to say for, like, for a, at a punk show, but not too loud, dude. Okay. It was good. I mean, I was in the middle, not in the back. Great volume. <laughs> I was psyched about it. I felt my ears felt fine after. And I wasn't good, yeah. still going to hear anything. It was fucking perfect. That's an important thing that people don't think about, you know? Yeah. Volume at a punk show. Something that Buckethead could learn. And you were in the back of Buckethead, too. Yeah. Imagine the toy people. They must have been, ears must have been yeah. blown out. Another interesting thing was that at Buckethead, um, it was a much older crowd. And you know how all these, these, the older folks these days are always talking about how these millennials are always on their phones? Mm-hmm. During the Buckethead show, all you could really... You, it was hard to see the stage because everyone was filming it with their phones. Rosenstock, I only saw one phone the whole show. Wow. Like film stuff. That's a good note. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, that is crazy. Just like everyone and no one. And it's, uh, these, man... They're the real snowflakes. They're the real... Sn- yeah. Jeez. Oh, man, these guys. Well, for those of you living under a rock... Oh. We had some big news this week. A lot of stuff. A lot of stuff happened. Where do we start here? Um, so <clears throat> on right. Sunday, we predicted, I, pre- Sunday. I predicted, not Bloody Sunday, just a regular Sunday, that we were going to have an Arctic Monkeys single for you this episode. Mm. Jake, do we have an Arctic Monkeys single for anyone? This uh, Chris, we do not. Okay, we Arctic do not. Single. However, we have some information about it. We, yeah, we have some information about it. Apparently, the opening lyrics to the first song is the opening lyrics to Did the I first song. Did I jump the gun on this segment? We we're gonna wait till no. Okay, they, they're they're about the Strokes. The opening yes. lyrics, uh, and it's about I all I wanted was to be in the Strokes, and then somehow I ended up in this mess or something. I just wanted to be one of the Strokes. Now look at the mess you made me make. I don't like that line at all. 
Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's kind of a toss-up. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't want to say I don't like it because, I mean, it could be awesome when he sings it. Like, it's you can't, like, really judge, like, music by its lyrics before you know what they sound like. Yeah. Like, that was when Jaden Smith came out of this album. Everyone was focusing so hard on the lyrics. and Like, these lines are so stupid, therefore this album's bad. And it's like, just skip that five seconds. Like, just think about something else for five yeah, seconds. The album's not- really good. I don't know. That just made me mad. So I don't want to do that to, to my boy Alex. Are you comparing Alex Turner to Jane Smith? Uh, I guess, yeah. I What's guess up with so. that falsetto? I don't know. <laughs> All right. Well, we got no Arctic Monkey single this no. week. However, we did, we did get two new Father John Misty songs mm-hmm. and the announcement of his record, God's Favorite Customer, which is out yes, June 1st. Yes, queen. So, Father John Misty's album was accidentally leaked i believe on tuesday night That's not an accident well yeah it showed up in on amazon and itunes new zealand before i guess that could be before it came out just nothing he does i would think is an accident because he's always like rocking with people so yeah it got it got announced prematurely yeah. because of that and then oh, okay. the next day they rolled everything out so okay. i don't know if they were going to announce it the next day anyway but you know what whatever so we got a we got some real good some real good songs from these uh these two first singles here. Well, we already have Mr. Tillman, but I'm going to play Disappointing Diamonds Are the Rarest of Them All. It was my favorite of the additional two singles that came out. Let's get it. So, let's check it out. What was the name of the third single? Um I mean, dude, I hate when you ask me about things I don't know about, dude. All right, just play it. We'll get back to it. It's just dumb enough to try. Okay. That's the, that's the Thank other you. single. Thank you. So, here we go. Disappointing Diamonds Are the Rarest of Them All. Whatever.
Jeez. Oh, jeez. Quick one. Yeah, we were miles away <laughs> during that song. Not expecting that. We're back. Not expecting that one to end so quickly, but hey. <laughs> you know what the thing is with Father John Misty, you just never want it to end. Yeah. Father John Misty is one of my personal favorite artists ever. Very great. I know Jake and I both had his 2017 album, Pure Comedy, on our top 10 albums last year. I did. I believe it was number five for both of us. You oh, yeah, accidentally nice. put it at number five, if I remember correctly. I thought you accidentally put it at number five. Oh, when we were, were you reading the list off? Yeah. Got it. Something like that. Yeah. Anyway, super excited for this. Me too. God's favorite customer, out June 1st. And you know what? What? Father John Missy was not the only one to announce an album this week. Mm. A certain Kanye West. Who, Chris? Kanye West. Old Donda's son. You said, maybe even last week, but it could have been the week before, that Kanye was not putting an album out putting out an album this year. And you know what I'm going to say on this episode? What do you say? Kanye is not putting out an album this year. You're still going with no record the whole year? Yeah. Well, apparently, we have a Kanye West album coming June 1st. We have a Kanye West and Kid Cudi album coming out June 8th. We have a Tiana Taylor album coming out June 22nd. Produced by Kanye. Produced by Kanye. And also announced today, a Nas album produced by Kanye coming out June 15th. And we also have a... And the Pusha Push T album produced by Kanye coming out in 2027. Yeah, I don't know when that one's coming out, but uh, it's been a long time coming. We were talking before the show. I'm pretty sure that album's been in production for about a year or two. And every time they're just about done with it, Kanye scraps the entire thing and starts over. Mm. It's happened three or four times, I think. What is happening? So I don't know, man. I don't think it's happening. Y- you don't think... You don't think which of these is happening? I don't think Kanye's coming out with an album on June 1st. Okay, June you, you think the June 1st is going to slip? I think June 8th is going to slip, too. You think the Kanye and Cudi album is not coming out on I, June 8th? That album might not come out at all. Okay, that's that's good. That's a good guess. And the, uh, the Tayana Taylor and Nas albums will come out. I in don't June? Know when. I don't know if in June. I think that they'll come out. I don't even know if they're going to come out by the end of this year. I'm, I'll say those two will come out by the end of this year. Tayana Taylor more likely than Nas. Okay, I'm gonna bet you that all of these come out on the days on the says. day that they sit. What is it? Said. Just four Fridays in a row. Yeah, Father John Misty is the first one, right? Yes, Same Father day. John Misty is now competing with Kanye West. Hmm. So, good luck. I there. don't know. Kanye talks a lot, man. This it. You're very valid in thinking that this album will not happen on yeah. June 1st. That is completely valid. Remember when All Day came out? Yeah. That was like a year and a half before Life of Pablo came out. Mm-hmm. And that was supposed to be the lead single. Yep. The, he changed the name of that album like three times. It was supposed to be called So Help Me God. I guarantee... And it was supposed to be called Swish. Yeah, yeah, Swish. I bet you this Cuddy and Kanye album is not called Kids See Ghosts. Yeah, no way. There's there's just no way. I don't know why. I was like, no, that's not happening. Uh, okay. Well, just for the bet's sake, I actually have no idea. Mm-hmm. I think it could be it could go either way, but okay. I'm gonna bet you. All right, what are we betting? Um, we never did the other one. Yeah, I'm gonna go double or nothing half price apps. Okay, I like that. I think that if I'm right this time, you have to get me actual dinner at Applebee's. Okay, full price dinner. But if you're right, then the initial half price apps that you owe me is gone. Okay, how's that deal? Deal? Yeah. Okay. So we don't. Do we want to play any Kanye? Also, 
Also in the hip-hop world this week, Kendrick Lamar won a Pulitzer Prize for Damn. Great job. Congratulations, Kendrick Lamar. Very excited. The Pulitzer team called it called Damn a virtuous, virtua, virtua, virtuos, vir, virtuistic. No, no. Virtuoso? Virtuoso, but it, it ends with I-C. Virtuosoic. Virtuosic. Virtuosoic. Virtuosoic. Tough words. A virtuosic song collection unified by its vernacular authenticity and rhythmic dynamism. Let's go. That offers affecting vignettes capturing the complexity of modern African-American life. Actually... I'm going to throw them in the icebox for making that sentence so complicated. <laughs> All right, nice. That's like, come on. Fire it up. That's not cool. I know it's yeah. early, but I'm going to throw them in the icebox. Um, I like it. I like the fierceness. Great, great point, and I completely agree with the sentence. If I could decode that goddamn sentence, then yeah, <laughs> maybe maybe I'd agree with it. My mouth kind of hurts from reading it. <laughs> that was hard. Um, so congratulations I'm going to need the Rosetta to Stone to figure that one out, Chris. God damn. Hey, can I get a translator in here? <laughs> so Kung Fu Kenny takes I home. Need a, I need, I'm going to have to download an app just to figure out what that thing means. If I have to download one more app, man, yeah. tell him. I'm me. trying to think if I got any more. Apps? Those, no, oh, those lines. Those lines. I think I'm all lined out. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah, thank you. So, yeah, I don't know. Oh, I'm, I think I'm going to play. Corny Barnett came out with a new single. This Wait, time. I want to. Oh, okay. What? what do, no, let's do Courtney Barnett. Okay. Yeah, we got time. Courtney yeah. Barnett came out with a new single this week um, for her album that is called Tell Me How You Really Feel. Jeez, Chris, tell me how you really feel. <laughs> That's coming out May 18th, so that one's right around the corner. Here. That's on the same day as somebody else. I forget. Hmm. Oh, no, it's on the same day as... Uh, Cinco de Mayo. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think court, I think May fifteenth is Cinco de Mayo this year. What else is coming out on May eighteenth? I'm trying to remember. May 18th. I saw a subway ad for something, so I'm thinking oh. it's a movie. <laughs> it could be a movie. This is City Looks Pretty. It's amazing. It's Do really it. amazing. Do it.
song is so so good. Definitely the best single so far from from this upcoming record. But like honestly, maybe the best Courtney Barnett song. Yeah, it's really. really. You having mic trouble over there? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm back now though. I just hit it with my hand. That's all right. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm really excited for this record. The first two singles were all right, um, but I knew the record was going to be great because she's amazing. But this this one really this one really got me psyched. Really kicks, really kicks butt. So so yeah, cool. I love it. I'm excited for it too. Couldn't be happier. I know it's not Buckethead, but uh, but I'm trying. You know, I'm just yeah. trying to find something else to listen to Play besides the Power Buckethead. Rangers theme song, dude. Come on. Oh yeah. <laughs> wow. Oh my god. <laughs> he didn't play that though. <laughs> like why? <laughs> just play it. Yeah, it's he like, might have been your Buckethead set. having a yeah, show. Actually, yeah, it could have been the second set. I don't know though. Should have stayed, <laughs> man. By myself. He definitely ended with it. Uh, oh man! What's the one that's like? Oh, that one, yeah. That was I was that's trying to find that. Talking about. I was trying to find that on Spotify, but I couldn't. The one that was on Rock Band or Guitar Hero. Yeah. That song's amazing. That's good, yeah, that's a good one. So we're gonna we're gonna give this tuna melt segment a shot. Yes, I'm very excited. You want to re-explain the tuna melt? Yeah, this is a new segment. This is the first time we're gonna do it. Um. We've had some feedback from other people in the studio sometimes that we say good stuff about songs while the song's playing and the mics are off. So we want to do a little song breakdown. every Not every week, but whenever we feel it's necessary. And kind of just have a time where we throw on a tune and we keep the mics on and talk about it. So this week we're going to handle, and it's called the Tune Melt once again. Um, and this week we're going to handle, we're going to break down a song from Sting and Shaggy's new album. 44 forward slash 876 is the new. Great title. <laughs> Very memorable. Definitely not the simplest form of that fraction. No. You can simplify that down. Yeah, you can definitely simplify um, that down. Yeah, so I think we're just going to pick a song at random here. and I'm going to give you a choice of three just that I'm randomly okay. choosing. Yeah. So we could do the title track, which is also the opening track. Let's avoid that. Okay. We could also do Dreaming in the USA. <laughs> or... Okay. Love changes everything. Or lastly, we could do Crooked Tree. What track number is Dreaming in the USA? Number eight. Let's do that one. Okay. Of how many? 16. Oh, no. I want one later. Yeah, you want like I have like 10 or 11. All right, What's around there? Do you want To Love and Be Loved or Sad Trombone? Sad Trombone, definitely. Oh, wow. So more shaggy than Sting. Well, Sting is like reggae. Yeah. Like like you think Sting's rocking the bass? Oh, yeah. The album cover of this? You is... hear that sad trombone? <laughs> wow. I think I get it. Okay. The album cover is both of them sitting on motorcycles. Did you know that? Oh, that's awesome. This album's awesome. Way back here on the bandstand. Oh, yeah. Sting. You All right. look like a goddess in the light. Is this a bad? No, I'm like kind of down for this. I take a little solo. I play for her. She smiles. I met Sting one time. Really? Where? Pianos. Really? Yeah. That's nuts. Who was that? His son's band. Oh, really? Yeah. With the Sting wearing the old yellow and black sweater. I don't think so. Oh, bummer. He had a long beard though. That was cool. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. 
How's the song? They're alright. Fiction oh, playing? Son, he plays the drums, right? No, he plays bass and sings. Oh. Because when he played the, when Sting played the NBA All-Star Halftime Show, his son was in the band. I forget what he was playing. He might, I mean, he might play drums, too. Yeah. So it's Heavy Sting. What's up? Heavy Sting so far. Yeah, yeah. But yep. It seemed like all right. Sting's back. Is Shaggy in this, you think? <laughs> God, does it say with Shaggy? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so he's in so the, all the songs are Sting featuring Shaggy. Is that right? I don't know what it says on the track list, right? Yeah. Yeah, you're right. But if you go to Shaggy, does it all say Shaggy? And I came here featuring? from Shaggy. Oh, okay. So I think it's, yeah. They prioritize Sting. Come on. Why did they do that? And Shaggy's famous for It Wasn't Me? Is that him? Yeah. Okay. You also picked the longest track. That's okay. It's fine. I'm losing interest. <laughs> I need Shaggy real bad. Yeah. Um, I think we should have gone dreaming in the USA, but that's. Do you want to? No, no, no. Shaggy's got to come in this next verse. Oh, yeah, I'm back. I'm way back. I'm back. This is really cool. Yeah, this is cool. How many people do you think would have their phones out at this show? A lot. Probably a lot so many. Oh, no, I guess Jackie fans are an aging population as well. Yeah, I think there'd be a lot of phones at this. No toys, though. Shaggy, like, play guitar, you think? Or anything? Oh, no, so you think he's just hanging out? You think they're going to tour this album? What? You think they'll tour this album? No. I don't know why, but I just think now. Probably not. Sting is knighted. Is Shaggy knighted? Well, he's not British. From some outfit but do knights have to be British? I thought so. Or Canadian, maybe, too. What do you think? Yeah, we can pull out. I don't know, man. I kind of liked it. That was cool. Dude, great tune amount. How do you like the segment? I like this segment. All right, cool. I like it too. That was a great first song too. <laughs> Sweet. Something we're like real passionate about like that. Yeah. Sting and it's shaggy. just easy to talk about. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. All right. I like that segment. Yeah. That can't wait to one. listen to that whole album. I actually might. I actually might. Yeah. <laughs> I actually might. That wasn't, I really it. That thought wasn't that bad. this was going to be funny, like a funny segment, but no, I was pretty genuine <laughs> and serious. That. that was a pretty good song. Yeah. Sad trombone. <laughs> that was sad trombone from Sting and Shaggy's. Don't look at the title and try to remember it. I just read it. Oh. 44267? 44 forward slash 876. 876. Got it. All right. I feel like actually, isn't 44 the country code for England? It might be, but why would there be a slash? Oh, and so it's, oh, is where Shaggy from? I bet you it's that. Ah, uh, okay. That's probably what it is. Which saying. is so beat. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's beat. You know what? Great album. Yeah. Love that album. Five stars. Five stars, definitely. Nice. Five stars, definitely. Oh, yeah, that was good. So, Jake, I know you also had another segment you wanted to bring in here. Um, do you want to tell us about that that big thing you lugged in here in your backpack? Oh, yeah. What's Very going on? For this. I thought I would start um, something that I want to call the It's All Nice on Ice Canadian Shaman Who Gave a Little Too Much to Me Book of the Month Club. 
Why are you calling it the Canadian Shaman who gave a little too much to me, book club? Um, because in the... Do you know why? I know the lyric, but... Yeah, just because it's from a Father John Misty song called I'm Writing a Novel. And then right after he says, <laughs> The Canadian Shaman gave a little too much to me. I'm writing a novel. So you're going to play the Father John so you don't have to hear me sing like that? Uh, That's why yeah. it's called it. It was about books. I was either, I was between that and... Uh, I ran down yeah, the yeah. Pants down to my knees. Right Screaming, please come help me. That Canadian shaman gave a little too much to me. Yeah, that's why I went with Okay, it. so. I was between that. We can change it now. We can do a pivot. Well, that's like the intro song now. Okay, cool. Do you want to hear the other one? Just The other intro song? No, the other idea I had to call it. Oh, yeah. Uh, the It's All Nice on Ice Alex Page Turner. <laughs> I like that too. I like that too. <laughs> Which one do you like? I like the longer one better. Yeah, me too. Like yeah, it's Canadian, nice, nice. Canadian, Canadian Shaman gave a little too much to me book of the month club. Um, yeah, so for the inaugural It's on Ice on Ice Canadian Shaman gave a little too much to me book of the month club. We have the 2017 uh, book. It's almost an anthology. This thing is huge. By Lizzie Goodman. Meet Me in the Bathroom. Rebirth of Rock and Roll in New York City 2001 to 2011. It's dead again, I guess. Yeah, well... Yeah, I, could, I guess so. There's not much. I don't know. I think that's stupid. Um, I'm on page 55 so far of about 600, which is a little bit too long. So, like, what kind of questions does someone ask in, like, a book review? Like, what should I ask you? Um, is there any pictures? <laughs> I haven't gotten to any yet, but I think there hmm. are. Did you see someone you were flipping through before? What size font is it? It's good size. It's not too small. Oh, well... Uh, the class of 2001. Did you? There was definitely a picture page. No, there's some pictures in there. I'm I just, just saw a picture of the Strokes. I know them. Well, this book is largely about the Strokes, Chris. Oh, here's some pictures. Is it? Is it about the Strokes mainly? I don't really get. They're kind of like. I mean, so far. So what? What's happened? So I guess I can give a little review every every couple weeks about what's going on. So so far it was a bunch of people saying that the decade before the one that they're currently in is better. I love people that. People from the 80s saying how much better the 70s were in New York. And then people from the 90s saying the 80s were better. People oh, saying the 90s were all that. Um, they talk a lot about Jonathan Fireeater, which I didn't know. I might listen to him. Yeah, I don't know. But apparently they like they were huge in the scene. Okay. And then they were in like a bidding war to get a record deal. But they just kept liking to go out to all the expensive dinners with the people trying to get them to sign record deals. So they just never really signed on to a, a record company for like a year. And they were just having fun playing shows. And then they signed on. Their record was garbage. And their singer was an insane drug addict. So then they stopped being a band. Wow. Yeah. And then they were like, and then nothing cool happened until the strokes. And then the chapter ended. And then it's like James Murphy talking about the studio and uh, like a lot of people talking about. I don't know. Just talking about Jonathan Fire Eater and all that and saying how there was nothing going on. But the scene sounded pretty cool back then. Just insane like clubs back in the 90s in New York when it was like a shit show in lower Manhattan. Okay. It was like meatpacking was just like a disaster area where it was just like junkies on every street. Damn. And like people smelling, smelling, smelling crack on corners and hookers and stuff everywhere. People having sex in the clubs on the dance floor at like shows and stuff. I'm not sure that I've ever even seen a hooker. I you may have actually, but not yeah, have you're known. probably right. But yeah, I don't know if I have. Hmm. Um, but yeah, it seems cool. I'm really excited to read the rest of it. 
they keep hinting at the strokes and how they saved everything, but I haven't gotten there yet. Are any of the strokes in the book? Like, do they, are they? Oh, they all are. Nikolai, Ooh. Nick Valen. What's Nikolai's last name? Fritcher. Yeah. Uh, Nick Valenci, Albert Hammond Jr., Julian Casablancas, and... I forget the drummer's name. It's Italian. Fat... Fab... Fabrio? Fab, Fabriano? I, Something like that. Hey, that's great. We don't have all the answers. It's cool. I'll update you guys as I go along. One thing I learned is that, which I didn't know and I never even thought about it, but it kind of makes sense. When people get... When a band gets like a record deal, the record company gives them like health insurance and stuff. Oh. Like Jonathan Fire Eater said they were the second band ever to get dental. Damn. So then that makes me think that like, that makes sense though. Right? Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's like you're being like hired. If they sign you on for a five-year deal, they'll give you health benefits. That's probably the probably a huge benefit of being signed. Signed to like a major record yeah. label rather than an independent record label. And you probably have a salary, right? Like you get paid bi-weekly maybe? I don't know. I don't know. It's a very good question. Maybe a low salary and then you get bonuses from sales and stuff. You know, I have... A very good friend who would be familiar with this, and he is definitely listening. And I hope that he would call in and enlighten us on this Quinn. Oh yeah, but uh, if not, you know what, you're beat, and that's so fine. Good. But yeah, meet me in the bathroom. It's on ice on ice. Can, uh, Canadian shaman who gave a little too much to me. Book of the month club. We'll be talking about meet me in the bathroom briefly in the coming weeks. Each show, so we stay want tuned to. for that. Are you that gonna get be... a copy of the book? Do you think? Uh, yeah. I mean, one of my roommates has it, but he just keeps leaving it at work. So I'm waiting oh. for him to bring it home. Is that the same one you want to call in? <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah. But I should probably just buy it. Yeah. I already ripped the book jacket. Oh, good. And I had it for one day. Okay. So I can have that copy then. When I'm done with it. No, just like, just give it to me now. Okay. Okay. But are you excited? I'm, yeah, I don't know. I'm excited to read it. James Murphy's in it. They're talking a lot about Jack White, which psyched me up. I was telling Chris before the show. Because the book's totally based in New York. And they're talking like, yeah, we, we heard about this band, The Go, in Detroit. And there's there's this guy, Jack White, in the band. Like, the they Go. don't know who Jack White is or anything about him. But they're like, everyone knows who Jack White is. And they never even heard his music or anything. Because it wasn't like... That's so weird. Right? Yeah. Crazy. Very weird. But exciting stuff. Jack's in it. James Jay Murphy. Oh, we who we got here? Hello, you're on It's All Nice on Ice, baby. Hey, Chris, buddy. It's your uh, your roommate and buddy, Quinn. Hey, Quinn. How are you, man? Hey, Quinn. I'm here, too. Oh, Jake. Right. Yeah, hey. Um. Anyway, you, you got a question earlier? That you we got two. Some uh, feedback on? Yeah. Um. When a, when a band gets signed to a record label, do they get a salary? No. Do they get, they get one lump sum of money, and then it's up to them what they do with it. Hmm. Do they get health insurance and stuff? No. Do they get uh, dental? Yeah, you're you're a free agent. No dental. Well, then why did they get dental in the book? Uh, I don't know. Did you read it? Books, books a bunch of hogwash. That's what Albert Hammond Jr. says. He hates this book. Yeah. I'm just keeping it at work so Chris can't read it. Ah. Uh, but what about now that we have the It's on Ice on Ice Canadian Shaman who gave a little too much to be Book of the Month Club, maybe you'll think about giving it to Chris. <laughs> would you Would you do that for, for me, Quinn? Huh. Huh. I don't know. If you do it for Chris, you're doing it for me, too. That's a double. Mm, yeah. I would appreciate it. Or maybe, Quinn, maybe you just hop in and we'll talk about it. Yeah. You guys are con artists. I gotta go. All right. Thank you, Quinn. Okay. Thank you for your helping us. <laughs> thank you. Okay. Yeah, that was Quinn. He uh, he definitely doesn't know anything about the music industry and probably looked that up on Wikipedia before he called in. 
Um, All right, so I was wrong about the health benefits. I guess. I, I, it made sense to me, dude. Yeah. Um, oh, well. All right. Well, that's the uh, conclusion of this week's uh, It's on Ice on Ice Canadian Shaman Who Gave a Little Too Much to Me Book of the Month Club. Meet Me in the Bathroom edition. V1. We'll get back to you next week, fellas. Oh, in the ice box. Okay, you know that song. It's the best version of any Icebox song, and that you know what that means. It is time, baby. And Chris, do the thing where you're like, "Oh, I don't have yours. Do it. I don't have it. I emailed it to you. You do have it. No. Yes, you do. No. Um, we're this is the, welcome to the Icebox, everybody. Hey, guys. This is a cold, ruthless place where we put people who have been doing a little too much. Um, they need to do a little less. Not to be confused with. Who gave a little too much to me? Yes, this is a li- This person is this person plays thing is doing a little too much, and they need to cool off a little bit. They need to take a second to relax. Oftentimes, good people that we love go in the ice box, mm. and we hate to see it happen. But you really we, do. We do it because we love them, and we want them to. We're trying to help them. So this week, I'm going to start off with this one. New Jersey governor. Uh oh. Phil Murphy. New New Jersey governor. The new New Jersey governor. Bye, Christy. Phil Murphy. Bill Murray. Bill Murray has has officially named April 14th Bon Jovi Day. Nice. In honor of him being nominated into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I hate every second of this, Chris. So I hate every second of this. I don't even think I need to explain anything here, but please get in the in the ice. Get in the ice. Yeah, that's Phil Murphy and and the state of New Jersey, who which I love dearly. Yeah, please, please get an ice box. box. Man, I'm so sick. Like that's too much. Bon Jovi Day. I hate Bon Jovi. Yeah. Sucks so much, dude. <laughs> and he was mean to my mom. When, Are you serious? Yeah. What happened? My mom was at a party. Uh, my dad's old company, like they would hire athletes and musicians and stuff to come to their parties. And my mom was getting pictures with a bunch of them, like Shaquille O'Neal and uh, Alan the An- the Answer Iverson. Um, That's pretty awesome. Yeah. And then she talked to Bon Jovi, and he he blew her off. I now I now really don't like Bon Jovi. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he needs like to get in the ice box. In the ice box too. as well. So that's we have the state of New Jersey and Phil Murphy. Actually. Uh-oh. Just Phil Murphy. I'm not putting yeah, the state of New Jersey. Put state of New Jersey Sorry. I don't mean I don't want to throw blankets. Because this didn't happen until Phil if, Murphy got in office. If there was a vote, it probably would have gotten rejected. Yeah. Oh yeah. But Actually, if Bruce, I don't know if that's true. If Bruce Juice was in there. I would be fine. Yeah. And that would have passed. It would have passed. Unless there is a Remember Bruce that song Stadium? you wrote about Giant Stadium? So weird. Remember that song you wrote about uh New Jersey? Yeah, I know so, those. So good. That's a good one. So Bon Jovi, lightning, get in the icebox for being mean to Denise Demhusky because you are criminal. And that is criminal. Phil Murphy, please get in the, the icebox for making well. Bon Jovi Day. Also in the icebox this week, Bono has received the first ever George W. Bush Medal for Leadership. Um, I don't know who goes in the icebox here. This is a, this is a confusing one all around. Overall, yeah. I think I want to put the entire idea, like the entire headline in the icebox. Yeah. It's just George Bush creating a medal of leadership and giving it to Bono. 
right in 2018. It's I don't know. It's it's just <laughs> it, it, there's this is things messy front to back. It just needs to get yeah, in the ice it's box. Messy. For sure. So, but the good side is that we did see a bunch of really good awards come out this week too. Yeah. So Jake, Jake Jake rounded up some other awards that he saw came out this week and um some things we would have rather seen than than Bono receiving yeah. the first ever George W. Bush medal for for leadership. Yeah, so when I was reading the news, I just came across all these. Uh, Julian Casablancas started the medal for most disbelief of the hype, which was awarded to Alex Turner. Wow, congratulations. Which is really great. Uh, Julian Casablancas also started the uh, the award for best opening opening line of an album, uh, awarded that to Alex Turner. Oh, always wanted to be one of the Strokes. Yeah. yeah. Albert Hammond Jr., also the Strokes. Actually came up with a similar award, worst opening line on an album. Awarded that to Alex. Turner. Oh wow! Yeah, he seems to hate everything that anyone has to say about the Strokes ever. Okay. Um, Robin Thicke came out with a medal for best song originality, awarded to Brandon Flowers. That's a good one. Um, Kanye. Oh, we haven't talked about this yet. We can get to it in a second. Kanye awarded the number one runner-up award to J. Cole. Oh, which was pretty cool. Wow. Alvin from Alvin and the Chipmunks. Uh, Started a medal for best rap voice. Can you explain this one? Yeah, and he gave that to Kendrick Lamar. I don't know. What I was reading was just like, he says on uh, To Pimp a Butterfly, his voice kind of sounds like a chipmunk in some of the songs. What is that? I love myself. I don't know. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I'm not him, so. Yeah. Um, Robin Hilton of NPR Music started the medal for best college sports organization ever of all time, no question, which he awarded to the Jayhawks. Jayhawks, yeah. Pretty cool. Uh, Isaac Brock with the Are You Dead or Are You Sleeping Award, uh, which is actually two winners on this one. Paul Simon and Elvis Costello, I guess just because they're old. I didn't really get it there. Yeah, it's weird. Um, oh, and my boy Andy Cush. Oh. Uh, best new rap artist, Jack, Jack White. White. Yep. That's, I get that's cheeky. He's I don't like trolling. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's a troll. Um, Chris Martin started to work for Best Undiscovered Talent, which he awarded to Bono. Ooh, Very nice. Yeah. Uh, the Edge uh, started a medal for best friend. Went to Bono. Um, <laughs> Jack White uh, started a medal for best use of the color red. Went to Bono. Uh, the New York Times gave an award for exemplary, exemplary music journalism, which went out to It's All Nice on Ice. No way. Yes. Wow. And Jake Domohofsky started a medal for best co-host, which went to Chris Calabrese. Oh, thanks, Jake. Yeah. Not... Oh yeah, I did that. Yeah, yeah. Do I get anything? Nope. Like a met, like even the medal itself? No, it's symbolic. Okay. Yeah. That kind of sucks. Some of those are pretty <laughs> cool, man. I was happy about a lot, lot, lot to see a lot of those people getting recognition out there for the things they're doing. Yeah. Oh wait, did I skip one? Oh yeah, Win Butler, medal for best metal originality, went to Win Butler. He gave it to himself, which is weird. I can't believe you almost missed the best one. <laughs> I know. Wow. <laughs> Congrats got to win excited by the Are You Dead or Are You Sleeping Award. Yeah. <laughs> that one is really good as well. <laughs> oh, man. So, you did mention your your Kanye J. Cole conspiracy here. Yeah. Do you, wanna, you, wanna, you did touch on that. You want to bring so that up? We here? hit up. Oh, you want to close the icebox, I guess? Yeah. Did I play the song again? Bing. Did I hit the mic? <laughs> icebox is closed. Yeah. Um, I hope Tom's not listening to me hitting the mic. Um,. You're talking about J. Cole and Kanye. Make, yeah, no. I meant Mike as in my friend Mike. He's here. I hit him to close the icebox. He's trying to get us out of this, man. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, J. Cole came out the new album this week. KOD. Awesome. Kids on drugs. 
There was other two that it stood for, but I forget what KOD stands for. I actually didn't know that. Yeah, there was three things. It's an album about addiction, I guess, right? Drug drug abuse? Yep. Um, Largely. So last week we talked about Cardi B's Invasion of Privacy coming out. And then right after, um, Nicki Minaj releasing two singles. Mm. We discussed whether or not there's a competition between the two of them uh, and whether... Nicki Minaj saw Cardi B's success and immediately dropped two bangers. We kind of determined that we hope that's not the case. And I brought in that when Yeezus came out, I believe that J. Cole and Kanye released albums on the same day, which kind of forever put them in competition with each other because those Mm -hmm. albums were constantly compared, saying, which one do you like better? And now, J. Cole comes out with this album that's supposed to come out on April 20th. And what happens? Kanye, on April 19th, announces these two albums. He announces like, yeah. He announced the albums. first two. Right. On the day before, which he knew this album was coming out and he was saving this information. I think there's still a competition here, man. Okay. That's I valid. I think it is. That's very valid. And that's another reason why I think these albums aren't going to come out. I think it was an ego play. Oh, he was just like, I got to say something. Yeah, I got to yeah. do something. I can't let J. Cole do this to me again. Huh. Oh. You're on It's All Nice on Ice. Hello? Hi, who is this? This is Kenny Dye. Who's that? It's Kenny Dye. Okay. Hi, Kenny. How are you? Hey, Kenny. Fine, thanks. How are you? Good. Good. What's up? What's going on? Is this Dave and Giggles? No, no. it's not. <laughs> okay. I got the wrong I got the wrong call. Yeah, this... Who did I call? No, this is this it's on ice, ice, ice on ice. Are you listening to the show now? Or no? We were just no. talking about um Kanye and J. Cole. We think there's a little feud going on there. What do you think? Between Kanye West and Con- J. Cole? Oh, Kanye West? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, he he's a feuder. I think you're probably right. Okay. What do you think? Do you think there's competition between Cardi B and Nicki Minaj? What? <laughs> okay. All right. Well thank you. <laughs> sorry, thank, I'm sorry. Thank you for calling. Thanks Here's for calling it's all nice on ice, Kenny Die. <laughs> oh, okay. that was good. That was really good. Is David Giggles on at nine? I no, it's not, I don't. I don't know. Okay. She. It sounded like she thought she had the wrong number, which was pretty <laughs> yeah. funny. Yeah, I think she just called in at the wrong time. Okay. Thanks, Kenny. So that pretty much confirms that J Cole and Kanye are a little bit in competition here. Yeah, I think so. So, but that being said, I would like to transition to our album of the week. Yeah. Which is J. Cole's KOD. Oh, yeah. It's great. We love it. Do you love it? I didn't even I ask do you. very much. So. It's really good. It's really good. I, like I think it starts off slow. Um, it's kind of bit all over the place, but then really comes together for the second half. Again, this is sort of a first listen because this is kind of a, an impulsive uh, mm-hmm. first review. Yeah. Um, but I do really like it. So I'm going to play the song 1985 Intro to the Fall Off. Which is the last song in the record. And I picked the song because J. Cole kind of speaks to the new younger kids in hip hop music and rap music and kind of gives them some advice. And I thought that was really interesting. So I wanted to play that. Can like it's 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 interesting to see someone who's not old consider themselves a veteran in mm. in the genre already, just kind of naturally taking that role. And I thought that was cool. Are we so, going to come back after this? 
no, I think we were then going to go right into Avicii. Okay, so we we're going to play out. We're going to play J. Cole and we're going to go right to Avicii. Yes. R.I.P. Avicii. R.I.P. Avicii. Way too soon. I just want to say one more thing before we go into that. Yes. The King Tough album. Yes. I really like, really, really, really like the first song, but I don't really like the rest of the songs that much. I think the first song is really good. Uh, okay. Yeah, that album is sketchy. Yeah. It's not That's great. all I want to say. I just want to throw it out there because I remember we talked about it last week. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So we're gonna play we're gonna play 1985 intro to the fall off from J Cole's and KOD hey, and Hey Brother and then we're gonna go into Hey Brother shout out to Avicii RIP um, buddy RIP we'll miss you here we go have a good night everybody cheers 85 I arrive 33 years damn I'm grateful I survived we wasn't supposed to get past 25 jokes on you motherfucker we alive all these niggas popping now is young. Everybody say the music that they make is dumb I remember I was 18 Money pussy parties, I was on the same thing You gotta give a boy a chance to grow some Everybody talking like they know something these days Niggas acting woke, but they broke, um I respect the struggle, but you all fronting these days Man, they barely old enough to drive To tell them what they should do Who the fuck am I? I heard one of them diss me, I'm surprised I ain't tripping, listen good to my reply Come here, little man, let me talk with you. See if I can paint for you the large picture. Congrats, cause you made it out your mama house. I hope you make enough to buy your mama house. I see your watch icy and your whip form. I got some good advice, never quit torn. Cause that's the way we eat here in this rap game. I'm fucking with your funky little rap name. I hear your music and I know that raps change. A bunch of folks will say that that's a bad thing. Cause everything's commercial when it's pop now. Trap drums is the shit that's hot now. See, I've been on a quest for the next wave. But never mind, that was just a segue. I must say, by your songs, I'm an impressed hey. But I love to see a black man get paid. And plus, you having fun, and I respect that. But have you ever thought about your impact? These white kids love that you don't give a fuck Cause that's exactly what's expected when your skin black They wanna see you dab, they wanna see you pop a pill They wanna see you tatted from your face to your heels And somewhere deep down, fuck it, I gotta keep it real They wanna be black and think your song is how it feels So when you turn up, you see them turning up too You hit the next city, collect your money when it's due You get in that paper swimming and bitches, I don't blame you You ain't thinking about the people that's looking like me and you True, you got better shit to do You could've bought a crib with all that bread that you them blue I know you think this type of revenue is never ending But I wanna take a minute just to tell you that ain't true One day them kids is listening gonna grow up And get too old for that shit that made you blow up Now your show's looking like cause they don't show up Which unfortunately means the money slow up now you scrambling and hoping to get hot again But you forgot you only pop cause you was riding trends Now you old news and you going through regrets Cause you never bought that house but you got a Benz And a bunch of jewels and a bunch of shoes And a bunch of fake friends, I ain't judging you I'm just telling you what's probably gonna happen When you rapping about the type of shit you rapping about It's a faster route to the bottom, I wish you good luck I'm hoping Nothing in this world I wouldn't do.